Welcome to Connection Strategies with Ron Zukenik, helping people in business embrace the power of connection. And now, here's your host, Ron Zukenik. Welcome to Connection Strategies. I'm Ron Zukenik, and I know you. I'm always glad you can join us, and as always, we've always got stuff to share with you. And by the way, this is the second segment with Dawn Peachy, and if you're listening to this for the first time, well, we bring on some unbelievable people on a weekly basis, and we share ideas and information on how to connect with people. Uh, Most of those conversations is just simply through connection strategies, and I do focus a lot on LinkedIn. By the way, if you're a repeat listener, thank you so much, and be sure to tell people about this program. We'd love to keep getting this word out. Uh, I'm going to jump right into the program. Uh, For those that are listening to the second segment before the first, our guest today is Dawn Peachy. She's one half of Peachy and Peachy, P-I-C-I. I always want to spell that out. Uh, Dawn is, uh, uh, it's simple. She's insightful, inspiring, vibrant. She's a business strategist. Voted, voted in the top 10 lead generators off of LinkedIn. So we're going to figure that one out. Uh, She speaks, she trains, she's an author. By the way, co-author of Sell Naked on the Phone. I know you're all going, wow, I'd like to get that book. (laughs) You have to buy it to look at the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she's just got such a track record. Dawn, welcome back to the second segment. Great to have you. It's great to be with you, Ron. Thank you so much. And um, I I really want to – so let's jump in. Okay, look, LinkedIn is the largest professional database in the world, clearly the definitive business networking platform. And, I mean, you're such – you're so good with your husband, Joe, in teaching people how to jump on a telephone and set appointments. I got that. You you do a great job. You do these boot camps, and people come out with all these, these leads or referrals. Let's talk about online. Mm-hmm. So what's the – let's draw a distinction. You know, you know uh, it seems like I'm not going to have a fear of communicating with people on LinkedIn as much as I may have a fear of picking up the phone. Is, is that safe to say? I don't know. How do you feel about that, Ron? <laughs> I don't feel – let's put it this way. I don't feel intimidated picking up the phone to talk to somebody, but I know a lot of folks are. And LinkedIn can be a way to warm up a cold lead, and it can be a very powerful way, a very powerful tool for doing that. So, so okay, so very, very good then. So, but, but I think people feel less intimidated if they can just sit at home and just connect to people on LinkedIn. It's not like they're jumping on the phone talking, even though it's good to go from high tech to high touch, right? You want to be able to go from LinkedIn to to a Starbucks or a Panera Bread or some location. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump into your rapport mastery. T- tell me about that. I'm really fascinated with what you've done with this. All right. So you're we, 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 okay with rapport mastery. What we teach is the most important element for getting a client that not only purchases from you one time, but comes back and becomes a loyal repeat client who will give you quality referrals. This, to get to that point, we call that point rapport. At rapport, people know you, they like you, and they trust you. And once you have those three in hand, 
now you you have a client for life because you're you're no longer the um, you're no longer the adversary. You know, you walk onto a car lot and you go to buy a car, and it's like you know it's you against the salesperson. You know, it's like how much could can be, I could get be. You? you know, you know. But when you reach rapport. And that's why we we focus on consultative selling rather than transactional. Okay. Uh, transactional means you're going to go for, you know, you're just trying to slam them into a product or go on to the next person. But consultative selling, which is the type of selling that obviously you do in financial services and things of, you know, anything that needs a discussion, higher price ticket items, things like that. Uh, when you're going into a, a a sale of that sort, uh, developing rapport is the key. And that's, that's when you become the advocate. You're no longer the adversary of your client. You've become the advocate. You have become their trusted advisor. Okay. And you know you've reached this with people. And Ron, I know this has happened to you because you build rapport with so many people. But you have all the areas of your expertise in, okay? And then somebody comes up and they ask you, do you know a good plumber? Now, it's not because you're a plumber, okay? It's not because you're a plumber, but they trust you so much. They will even ask you your opinion about something. What, what about that, mo- that new movie that's out? They'll ask you your opinion about something totally unrelated to your area of speciality. You okay. know you've reached your core at that time. I got it. Now, listen, I'm going to really dig into something deep now, Dawn, so I'm going to get you thinking. And and I want everybody to know that these conversations that we have on Connection Strategies are not planned. We're just no. going, <laughs> we're going with the flow. But I'm going to say, Dawn, that we live in a society of mistrust, a society oh, yeah. of mistrust. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. A large percentage of the population, Dawn, will trust you. Up until you prove you're not trustworthy, and then it seems like a large percentage of our population will not trust you until you can prove you're trustworthy. So mm-hmm. what say you? What's your take on that? How, you know, this trust factor is, is I, I mean, is it valid? Do you agree with me when I say we live in a society of mistrust? I totally agree with that, and I think a lot of that has to do with the Internet. The Internet has exposed a lot of flim flam. And I think also the millennials, my daughter, our daughter Joy trains uh, companies on how to work with the millennials, how to, how to hire, how to train, how to work with them. Um, and it's, it's very interesting because the stats she comes up with are very, in, are, are fascinating because millennials, are all about the internet. They have, they grew up with the internet. And so therefore they're going to go to the internet first to find out who, you know, who they can trust. Number one, number two, they are, um, they are, these are the kids that got out of college right around the time that the economy crashed. So they're not trustworthy, even of like, job positions and things of this nature. That's interesting. Okay. It's very interesting. So, and because millennials are becoming the largest, I know we're being pushed out, Ron. We are, the baby boomers are being pushed out and being taken over by the millennials, but they, they are becoming, they're, they're going to be 
the largest generation coming up for uh, to to market to. And uh, how old, so, especially from a marketing standpoint, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, how old is your daughter? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, my daughter. I've got a thirty one year old. Um, you know what I find with with millennials, and now that you talked a little bit about it, I you know if I try to call my daughter, it's difficult to get her on the phone. But if I text her. I can get an immediate response. <laughs> so that's my ability. Exactly. To, am I right? In fact, my daughter, uh, did, did you notice that millennials also tend to have a short attention span? Is that something you're noticing with, with – we don't want to talk about millennials. We're, well, we're not, making, you know, we're not going to talk about millennials. I think they're better at multitasking. Uh, oh, they are and I know, And I don't want to get into that discussion about multitasking either. But here's the, here's the key point that, we have, that I want to make when it comes to LinkedIn and, and selling to people and building rapport. You need to have a, a LinkedIn profile that is client-centric and that shows you not only as the expert as you're in your field, it must show you as that, but they want to know something else. It's really important if you volunteer anywhere to put in all your volunteer information because the millennials are volunteers. These are kids that want to change the world. They want to. They want that's to help right, others. That's right. And they and and this is the this is the interesting psychology of LinkedIn. That uh, this is not scientific, uh, Ron. This is just something that Joe and I have seen over and over and over again in our own business. We normally think of our website as being the central hub of our business activity, but there's really two hubs. It's our website and it's LinkedIn. And we're finding that people will go to our LinkedIn profile before they will go to our website because they, they feel that. And, and Jill Conrath did a study and she, uh, the, the amount of time that somebody spends on your website is only 2.7 seconds. I don't know how they figure that. But now you were just talking <laughs> about the average person spends about 17 minutes a month on LinkedIn. So when people go out to LinkedIn, there's a different mindset. They have the mindset that they're going to read. When they go to your website, they have the mindset, I want to be wowed. Wow. And uh, you just wowed I, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, that's so true. That, that, that's so true uh, on LinkedIn. You, you know, look, and, and we want to point out that uh, for those that don't know this, uh, Microsoft did buy LinkedIn. For twenty six point two billion back in June, and everybody's always asking me, Dawn, what did they do? And it's simple: that Microsoft bought one of the world's most influential, specialized, highly read, constantly updated digital media companies in the world. And by the way, for those that don't know, uh, Microsoft does have a billion two hundred million users. Let's get back to LinkedIn, Dawn. I want to okay. develop rapport. So what I do is I, uh, you know, I, I look, I got it. I, I got to have a completed profile. I, I got to get it optimized. I, and the reason for that is because it's an online digital reputation. Then I want to be able to prove it out, which means I've got endorsements. I've got recommendations that I can get. And then I get to develop a connection strategy, Dawn. Help me out on this. I, I always say that, hey, I got to connect with people I know and people I want to know. But the truth of it is is and I get a large percentage of people that tell me they're not being successful on reaching out and connecting with people. 
And I find out many mm. times that they're using the default. I'd like to add you to my LinkedIn professional mm. network. And I know you yeah, got that's... some ninja tricks. I do. I do. Yeah. So what's well, your take? Well, How do you do that? What's your approach? All right. First, I want to go back to the profile. All right. Because, yes, you want your recommendations. And I always tell people, if you don't have 25 recommendations, you are missing the boat. And you want as many recommendations as you can get, you know. But more, I'll say equally important, maybe even more important than the LinkedIn recommendations are for you to get video testimonials on your LinkedIn profile. Okay. And now because of Microsoft taking it over, of course, the, um, the, the app for your smartphone for LinkedIn is so much better, so much better. And uh, they feel that um, soon at least 50% of the people using LinkedIn are going to be using it from their smartphone. Now, when you look at something on a smartphone, realize that the print is pretty darn small. And everybody is into video marketing. And your biggest, your biggest advocates, again, Ron, you hit it so oh, – you're so good – you hit it on the, na- the nail on the head or the head on the nail because when you, when you were talking about the fact that this is, we're in a generation, a period of time where people are not trusting. There's a, lot, there's a lack of trust and you have to prove yourself. And the best way you can prove yourself is by putting video testimonials on your profile. Yeah, and, and by the way, Dawn just said you should have at least 25. Now, I want to point out that Dawn – just happens to be an overachiever. Uh, that's annoying, Dawn. 110 people recommend you? What, 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 isn't that overdoing it? <laughs> that's under, hey, before sitting down with Dawn, I'm, I'm just reading this stuff. I'm, I'm like, God, 100 and who's? Uh, but let me, but I know this, and I will say this to everybody, and Dawn, I know you know this. I'll bet you get a lot of business as a result of people reading those recommendations because you're socially proving it out. Well, 31% of our business is coming off of LinkedIn, off of people we are meeting through LinkedIn. Wow. Well, it's increasing. How many? So how it's many, it's how, easily a, a very healthy six-figure income off of LinkedIn. That, that, now, does your husband, Joe Peachy, does he have more? He doesn't have more than 110. I don't know. He might. I, I, I should I should does. look at that. I should look at that. But okay. So, yeah, I know. If he does, so I'll have to get a couple more to beat him out. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you do. But he said, yeah, look, you're both dynamic and you're a great team. I can't even imagine having the both of you hanging out with me for hours because you'd wear us out because uh, you got so much great, great content. So let's keep. Right, well, let me let me let, let, let's keep talking about LinkedIn and connecting. OK, let's so do the that. first step is you've got to prove the process. You are an expert in your field. You have video testimonials, uh, you know, really backing that idea up. And you, um, you have, you know, you've created a client-centric profile. That's, that's step one, you know, that I work with people on. Then now we have, now we have to find the people, all right? We have to find the decision makers because the problem I think one and Ron tell me what you're finding with your clients but I find that when people come to me for LinkedIn training they are they know that LinkedIn would be good for them but it's just there's so many bells and whistles on the thing and there's so many people out there they just don't know where to start 
I mean, is that what you're finding? Yeah, a l- little bit. I, I find that they underutilize it, misunderstand it. And then, of course, you and I know, Dawn, that LinkedIn just rolled – I mean, they rolled out. It took them a year probably, but they rolled out the entire new interface. So people got mm-hmm. totally confused. But um, mm-hmm. but uh, but that's why they need people like you and I that, that are passionate about making a difference. And, you know, I always find that, my God, all the training in the world means nothing unless you're somewhat inspired – to embrace the power of LinkedIn, so so you got to have a connection strategy. So uh, let me right. let me get a ninja trick. I need a ninja trick from you. So so we all know that you can be on LinkedIn on a free platform. We already know yep. that LinkedIn typically allows you to get up to thirty thousand. Most people, when anybody, when you get to at least five hundred, it says five hundred plus. But here's the thing that people ask. Give me your your feedback on this, Dawn. Sometimes people search a lot. Then LinkedIn tells them, oh, you can't search anymore unless you upgrade because you've reached a commercial usage, right? The commercial usage. You know this. But there's ways of getting around this that I know of. And you're laughing because you're probably getting around it. But how? how? Let's tell everybody how to get around that. All right. There are <laughs> – Let me. I'm going to answer that question, but let me back up one step. Okay. And that is when you get on LinkedIn, you have to decide what you're using LinkedIn for. Like Joe says, do everything with specific intent. Here's the mindset that most people have. I'm going to create the most beautiful profile. And then I'm going to sit and wait for people to find me. That's what we call inbound marketing. Now, yes, if somebody Googles your name and you're, LinkedIn profile is an all-star ranking. Yes, they will. They, they will, you know, your, your LinkedIn profile will come up and they may go there. Okay. But my, what I teach is an outbound strategy. Okay. I teach an outbound strategy to get to people because number one, I want to connect with people. Lots of times they connect, they're connecting with the wrong people. Let's start with that. that. That's right. I don't connect with everybody that I'm connected to, like, let's say, on Facebook. All right. I'm not looking. I'm not looking to connect with anybody that cannot connect me to my target market. So everybody, I mean, and I, I, I'm looking for a specific group of people. So this is this is ninja trick number one. Eighty the eighty percent of high performance sales performers who use LinkedIn, okay, this is, this is a HubSpot stat, 80% okay. of them create highly targeted prospect lists. I teach people to look at a very thin slice of humanity because LinkedIn is the difference between looking at Lake Michigan and then being dropped into the middle of the Pacific Ocean. You cannot run out of leads, but you can go down so many rabbit holes so the, the bottom line here is, is that, for instance, let's say, let's say you're selling a, a health product and, okay. you're, and your target market is people in, um, say, holistic medicine. Okay. So you might look at just chiropractors and you take 90 days. And what I do is, what's one of my ninja tricks is, I am always changing my, the title on my LinkedIn profile. Like right now, I have a lot of people coming to me for LinkedIn. So there's a lot about LinkedIn on there. 
but what we do is I adapt my my title to attract um, the attention when I when I visit somebody they come back to see me they're going to see oh my goodness look at this look at this title here so right. I, I'm and I, I'm going after a specific slice of humanity so maybe for 60 90 days you do a search and you go after chiropractors in your area. And that gives you a whole list. Now you can do a couple of different things with it. Okay. Right. You can ask to connect with these people, but the other, and you can, you can, you can get to them through their groups if you want to, you know, if you like lots of times you can't connect with them because uh, you don't, you know, you don't have a close enough connection, but you see that they're in a specific group, join a group to get to a person. I don't join groups. Now, this is what I do differently than most, I think, LinkedIn trainers. I don't know what you do, Ron, but I don't, I don't go out into groups and put on discussions and make comments on people's discussions. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do, but for Joe and I, LinkedIn is a list of live people who are decision makers, who are potential clients. I'm not looking to play patty cake with them for six or nine months. I got more <laughs> years behind me than I have in front of me. Okay. That's funny. So it's funny. It, you know, because it's like this, I mean, I could, you know, in 2010 here, this was my, 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 my transition here in 2010, I got on LinkedIn and I sat with a traditional LinkedIn trainer who said, get involved with groups and start discussions and, and make comments and, and it's like somebody's going to look at a sentence that I wrote and go, Eureka, I need to purchase something from this person. It's ridiculous. Right. Now, <laughs> if this is a decision maker I'm trying to get to that has made a, that has, that has started a discussion, oh, yes, I will put out something on there. But that's a rare case. Okay, that's a rare case. So in 2012, what happened, because I wasn't, I wasn't getting much out of LinkedIn. In 2012, I read this article about IBM, and IBM increased their sales 400% by using LinkedIn. Now, IBM is one big company. That's right. 400% increase is huge there. But, Ron, here's the kicker. They did it with only seven sales reps. So what can you do? What can I do? What can that business owner out there do? to increase their sales, with, it, it, even if they're just one person. It's incredible. Oh, it, it's but totally incredible. I, I, but here's the thing. I had to figure out what they, I, I realized these people are doing something that other people are not doing. And at that point in time, it took me about four months to pull apart what they were doing and be able to do it without the sophisticated software that they have. And that's what I teach. Is that what you call report? Okay. Okay. It's a way of, of leveraging LinkedIn and leveraging your connections to be able to get to other people. For instance, here's a ninja trick for you. Let's say there's somebody who, this is one of the reasons why I like recommendations. Somebody writes me a recommendation. And like, for instance, oh, it must be five years ago now, I did a, 
I speak for direct sales companies. Okay. And I teach some basic sales skills because direct sales companies do a great job of teaching the product and giving motivation and belief. But when it comes down to how do you pick up the phone, how do you generate leads? How do you do a presentation? They don't do a great job of that. So they bring me in and they bring Joe in to do that kind of training. And I was at this event and the vice president was there and he saw me. He really liked what I did. And I asked him to write me a recommendation, which he did. Now, he doesn't, it's not like we're bosom buddies. All right. We're not bosom buddies. I've never talked to him since. But he gave me this recommendation. Now, he's connected to untold number of people in his industry. When I go to connect with somebody, number one, I write a personalized message. But, <coughs> and this is a ninja trick. And you copy and paste I will say, what he did, right? No, I don't copy and paste what he did because it's too much. Don't don't put in these long. Okay, if anybody, I, I, if you're I, sending in a message, you know, you know what I'm saying? Your clients do that and all that. But <laughs> what I'll say is, Mary, I was looking at your profile. We have some common experiences. And we have a common acquaintance in so-and-so. He wrote a nice recommendation for me when I got done speaking at his event. I'd like to connect with you on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Uh, I don't have to get him involved. Right. All right. Because I don't know him well enough, and I certainly don't want to call him 200 times for all the the people that are in his list that I want to connect with. Yeah, and, and what you understand, Dawn, is the biggest investment we make when we're building relationships with people is we, we invest time. And and mm-hmm. so to put that kind of a message makes sense. Uh, uh, by the way, everybody, I'm, I'm talking to the CEO and co-founder of Peachy and Peachy. That's P-I-C-I, A-N-D, P-I-C-I. Um, and I, I do want to mention that there's so much we can learn from Dawn, but we're, we're running a little bit out of time. So, look. They are really smack into a a proven track record teaching business leaders and professionals on how to drive sales. They do that through speaking, training, uh, sales training, LinkedIn training, phone training, all kinds of stuff. So I want to make sure everybody gets this. You got to connect to Dawn. So the one place to find Dawn, Peachy, obviously is on LinkedIn. So just go to LinkedIn, find it, say, hey, you love the show, you you appreciate hearing everything she says, and you want to learn more. Uh, you can also go to peachyandpeachy.com, and that's where you can increase your sales. Just go there. Uh, they've yeah, got a blog. Connect, uh, if, you, if you send me an invitation to connect on LinkedIn, I promise I'll connect with you. You promise. Okay, well, that's nice. So she's that's nice to hear. And by the way, I do want to point out that they do have – on their website, on the home page, uh, don't you have what? What three three tricks to developing rapport? Three, three keys. keys for building three keys rapport. For building rapport, the course. Uh, and I'll, yeah. Ron, I'll send you a link for it too. You can yeah, put it thank on the you. Podcast. Yeah, no, that that's great. We'd love to do that. And by the way, you can find this second segment with Dawn at my website, which is Ron Sukenik. S-U-K-E-N-I-C-K dot com. You can go to podcastandradio.com, and you can certainly subscribe on iTunes. As If you want to call me, I'm easy. Find my number. It's on my LinkedIn profile. And Dawn, as you know from the first segment, I, you know, I'm always wanting to leave the audience 
thinking about something. I, I find it's a high-level activity. So I call them thinking points for connecting forward. So Dawn, what thinking point can you leave in this second segment for the audience? I want you to think about what piece of social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, Facebook Live, whatever it is, what piece of social media are you leaving out that can connect you to a whole new group of potential business? And if you don't, if you don't learn something about that piece of social media, how is that going to impact your business over the course of the next five years? Oh, I love that. Yeah, so we got to get people thinking, and social media works. Dawn, thank you so much. Uh, by the way, I hate to say this, Dawn. I, my God, I. Uh, by the way, Dawn, if everybody remembers, had 110 recommendations, which is pretty high. I've only got about 70. Will you give something. me one, Ron? If I, I would, I'm going to send yeah. you. Yeah, okay, and I've I'll, got I'll about send you 70. One send me one. But by the way, I do want to point out that your your lovely husband, Joe Peachy, has 132. Ah, I knew he was ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's annoying. 110 people, 132 people saying something nice. And I'm not talking about just endorsements. So everybody, thank you for listening. Wait till you hear who we got on the show next week. And please connect with Dawn Peachy. Thanks so much, Dawn. Great being with you. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for listening to Connection Strategies with Ron Zukenik. To learn more about Ron Zukenik and the work he does as speaker and trainer, visit ronzukenik.com. This podcast is powered by David Wolf and podcastandradio.com.